Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 19th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan! Just another day, another weekend. I, I could... The tension, the, the atmosphere, it's playoff time, you know? <laughs> we're down to business. We're, we're, we've reached the finals. Two or three playoffs are down. We have 30 men standing for East Lake. So... How was it out at Medina this weekend? It was uh, it, it was there was a lot of shock and awe at a uh, once considered vaunted championship test just being absolutely dismantled, carved up. Uh, were no, you out there no Friday? Yeah, Friday, and then I, I snuck out there uh, on uh, Saturday morning. Well, okay, interesting. So, uh, yeah, that seems to be the biggest takeaway. Was scoring, sixty. You know, course record set twice by Hideki Matsuyama, and then broken a third time well, by uh, Justin Thomas. On Thursday, they tied it. Two players tied it. Oh, that's right. Hideki that beat it by two. Then JT beat it. Beat his one day later by two more, and then Hideki right. shot sixty three again and finished. Uh, finished five <laughs> shots back with two sixty threes. Sixty three twice, I should say. Yeah. Sorry. Um, cool, cool. That, that was the main storyline coming out of uh, Medina. We'll get to that in a minute. But just to let's cover our bases here. Justin Thomas wins the BMW Championship, beats Patrick Cantley by three shots. He was 25 under. 25 under. Uh, adjusted par, regular par. He's 25 under. It was a low score, no matter what kind of par. Um, on the uh, European Tour, Thomas Peters, after three years, Gets back in the winner's circle. He was 19 under. Uh, beats Audrey Arnaus, the Spaniard, uh, by a shot. Good to see Peters get back in. The yeah, we need, we need him back in golf. I, I, he, one, of the, one of the great club breakers. One of my, <laughs> one of my Illini. Always good Illini. to see Illini. In the, and he's so talented. It's just If he could just stay out of his own way, he, he could, yeah. he's going to win a ton in his career. He's it's it, I was shocked when someone said it had been three years since he won. I was shocked. I mean, this check event, that's kind of where he locked up his uh 2016 Ryder Cup spot. I mean, he does well in this this event in Prague. Uh on the Corn Ferry. Kind of like uh Westy and in, in uh where is it that he always Malaysia? Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. Malaysia one of Westy's happy hunting grounds? Um on the Corn Ferry tour, we had Scotty Scheffler winning the uh the first finals event, Scheffler was definitely already had his card. So now he's working on really fully exempt status to uh, for next year to kind of lock it up. He's, uh, he's a stud. He's been a stud. He should have been playing on the PGA Tour for the last <laughs> six months if, if the 
if there was any sort of flow. Do we know who 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 locked up their card as well, just based yeah, off their your final? Man, your Todd. man, Brendan Todd. We're gonna have we're gonna you know 2019 2020 season is already looking up because we've got a year of Todd Watch coming. <laughs> Full year of Todd Watch, not just some little exemption in the the Nelson like he got last. That was where Todd Watch originated, I think. It's it's uh, kind of uh it's it's awesome. It, he's a good, great story. He's he like completely lost his game and has gotten it back and that's pretty cool to see in any time. Everybody it? has gone through struggles in golf. Everybody can relate to what and and it's even more amazing is when you're a professional and you get down on your luck. And things tend to get worse and worse and worse because you put pressure it's in for him to get make it back, that's great. It's a great story. Wasn't he shouting about Bryson too on Twitter about something, some fake science with Bryson? I feel like he was tweeting about it before everyone else was in Vogue. But but happy Todd Watch is back on for next year. Also earning the card, Bo Hostler, who had just you know, all, another one of those guys like a like a Peters who talk about just super talented, should have a card, should have status. And uh, it didn't take long for him to do work in the finals. Yeah, I think sometimes one of the best things for a professional is uh, like a young professional, not not like a, a journeyman, but like a young professional yeah. is is having a little bit of adversity, like having to go back to web finals because, you know, you realize how how like, hey, like I got to do my do my job and take care of business here yeah. to stay up here. Yep. So, yep. And it uh, looks like Ben Taylor as well. Another one. He came in second, so he's currently pro- currently projected first. Yeah, Stra- uh, the you finals twenty five. Streber, Strebs. I mean, these guys. As long as they don't, you know, just go MIA the next Completely. two weeks. Yeah, I think yeah. they like probably just have to make a cut. Pretty much. Right, the right. Th- the reduction to three weeks here is is kind of big and something that got kind of swept under the rug. I mean, I didn't know it was coming. I and I don't think anybody's written about it. But you know, three weeks from four weeks for this thing is a huge deal. I mean, all you have to do is really like top fifteen and two made cuts, like two t fortieths, and you're in. Yeah. Yep. Uh, We're not talking about sensational play to get your card. I don't know. This is a we could debate this forever. I know. I know. We should talk. Yeah. It's a we could talk about how the process of getting cards and who should get one forever. I don't know though. I mean, is there? There's no like magic bullet, silver bullet for this. I feel like, right? I mean, we've gone from Q school. I mean, Q school is just getting hot for a couple of days, a, a week or so. I don't know. I yeah. It's it's. I think this is the right mix. I think three events is probably too small though. I'd like to see it go back to four. Um. Last result, Doug Barron winning the uh, Dick Sporting Goods event, Dick Sporting Goods uh, Champions Tour event up in uh, New York. Barron, first Monday qualifier you, ever how, how are you to go buried, wire to wire. How have you buried the lead? How, how have we got run down results and we're seven minutes in and, and we haven't even talked about the event of the week and the most, the most, the, most, right. the a- actual, the actual winner go home playoff uh, of the weekend. Because I figure we're going to talk about that at length. Coming, I'm just getting the. I'm doing. You, know, the, you said I'm, and finally, you know, Doug Barron. Oh, wins. sorry, I'm doing the clerical work here. <laughs> Doug Barron wins the champions tour. Yo, he's. I want to give this guy props. He's a Monday qualifier. 
First Monday qualifier to win the Champions Tour in like seven years. First one to ever do it wire to wire. He's not like he was a pro. Like he's been a tour pro, but was in that kind of no man's land. So like he, he stopped playing. He hasn't played in like seven years competitively. And then he wins. He beats like Fred Couples, Scott McCarron, all the guys the Champions Tour wants to see win. And they have Doug Barron winning. So I, I, I was pumped to watch that down the end. What's been going on with the assassin and Perel? I don't know. Perel was in the last group today. So, all right. Now let's get to the 36 whole day in Biner. Sorry, I was kind of putting that off as a separate topic. Uh, Andy Ogletree defeats John Augustine. What was it? Two and one? 17th green? Yeah, two and one. Uh, was down significantly in the morning, the morning half at, at, at number four. Like kind of, kind of made two couple huge putts at the end of that morning session to kind of get it back. Uh, flip the momentum. Flip the big the, mo. The big momentum. mo. There's no such thing as momentum. What I was are trying you talking not to say about? that word. I was trying not to say that word. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just go right if, there and if, say you it. You know, if you played any sort of meaningful match, you know, there's there's mo. <sighs> That's not a that's that doesn't exist in sports. It's just a it's a crutch we lean on in sports. You, you know what? That's that's just a <laughs> um, bunch of baloney. Like, I, that's a that's an opinion formed by st- statisticians that have never played a, 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 you know a meaningful match. It is the analytics prevailing analytics. Uh, it's a, it's point. absolutely crazy to not think that there's momentum in a in a match play situation. <laughs> Golf's like the hard. most mental game in the in the. It's nine. It, like it's so hard to hit a shot, and and it's totally like if you're if things are going good, like you you get that pep in your step, and you're going. And like it, for Ogletree, it's a perfect uh-huh. example. Instead of going down and making the turn uh, three down, he makes a bomb on on eighteen, and it, he completely different mindset yep. when you're two down than three down. It's like what they say about hockey: yep. the worst lead in hockey is two. Like three is is way better than one or three and one are better than two. These are cliches. This is ridiculous. You're using the hockey example. I mean, uh, come on. Hey, you know what? I'd rather be up, you know, more goals than than fewer. I Um, just I just momentum is real in match play. And anybody that says it isn't real has never played a match that mattered. All right. So either way, uh, Ogletree never held the lead until I want to say the thirty third hole. I think. I think it was the fifteenth tee. Yeah, yeah, fifteenth um, tee, number two. How so crazy! They're hitting seven irons from from two o six there. Like, I, you know, I I've, I've played there. You hitting a five iron and a seven iron completely different into that green. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so, what would you make of the event of the week? I mean, this is. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, Pinehurst is such an enjoyable place. Just like the whole idea of golf and I mean just especially with the modern game is the beauty of when the ball hits the ground and there's unpredictability and you can see it with the players, especially the way they're reacting to shots. Like, you know, you could hear it in their voice, they hit a shot and they're and they're like, "Oh no, 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 no." Like, because once that ball lands there and with the way those greens repel, it's just beautiful to watch these shots that were very good shots, but not great shots, you know, that they were mm-hmm. trying to get to that back pin and it just rolls off. Like we saw it with Augustine's putt, uh, shot on uh, 
on seven uh, 16 16 yeah, yeah he thought he, he started walking after yeah, that he thought he hit great shot but he just it just had a little too much and the way it rolls instead of just rolling into some rough like or mm-hmm. a fringe at pinehurst it'll just roll off the slope away and all of a sudden then he had to grind for an up and down and it was just it wasn't a great shot it was a it was a good shot but not a great shot a great shot would have had a, a really good look for birdie there but that that good shot all of a sudden, you know, it was a lot. It was a, a very easy up and down there. He didn't hit a very good chip there, but it was an easy up and down, but it was a very hard birdie. And I think, like, that's the the thing that it just... It, golfer is such an aerial game now, and the interest in today's game is when the ball hits the ground, and the courses that have the ability to play firm and have those um, repelling green edges... That's the type of golf that can challenge the the and really separate the great play from the the mediocre play. Yeah, I thought that that sixteenth was a perfect example. Like the way he started walking out, I was like, "Is this going to like hit the flag? Is this going in?" And then next thing you know, it's like trickling down off the back of the off the back of the green. It, and Piners took on a lot of water this weekend, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, it's sand based, obviously. It, it the beauty of sand. Back. And anybody that doesn't understand why. Sand. Everybody talks about sandy soil. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect juxtaposition was this week at Medina, where rain. You know, I I have a feeling that somebody had the water on last week <laughs> too there, but but um the the rain what slugger. rain yeah someone, slugger went out there turned the sprinkler on so, so the, someone probably got they they probably installed they can <laughs> they can control it from uh, Ponte Vedra via smartphone now <laughs> but uh the uh the juxtaposition of like the way sandy soil in Pinehurst handled rain versus Medina in Chicago which is you know we've got clay and dirt you know it's it's just like the i mean Medina was a dartboard you, you know you could be coming from a, a bad lie in the rough and the ball was stopping within you know a couple of two three bounces all right so you wrote an article this morning i don't want to pimp your own work but i i wanted to, i'm curious as someone who hasn't read it i've been traveling what's the abstract of it it's it's kind of comparing this uh, is this what you just got into just sand versus the other like, uh no what, no i mean i think we've already talked about the scoring but what what do you like what were your takeaway watching these two events and what i found interesting is like i'm in my hotel room flipping back and forth and it's like i'm just gonna stay with the amateur now like the like we and had like i guess the bmw been a little closer maybe i would but the answer is just a better watch. And I don't know if that's what the tour wants to hear from, I don't know, the people who love golf, who are really into golf. So the comments from Adam Scott, Brant Snedeker, and uh, and Tiger yesterday Tiger. is what really yeah. got me going. And I yeah. just started thinking about the game and, and the way we present you know what the way in and, and it was a perfect week because what they were saying with the amateur going running congruently or concurrently yeah right? Concur- i'm using that correctly got it concurrently i fixed it um so <laughs> you know like adam scott now we just play straight everything you know he said uh here let me find the exact quote i should have had this ready uh here um this is good radio so he said, um, now, they haven't, you know I mean? yeah, I got it here. They haven't figured out yet that long means nothing to us. 
You can't build it long enough. Uh, I'm not surprised to see low scores at Medina. If a golf course is soft, we're just going to tear it apart. He said, I'm not challenging the PGA Tour officials and course designers to build longer golf courses. I'm challenging them to build smarter golf courses. Uh, He keeps going on. He goes, now we just play straight. Everything is straight. While there's an option to go over trees and over bunkers, it's just relentless. The driver is the most forgiving club in the bag now. It's just swing as hard as you can and get it down there far. It's not a skillful part of the game anymore, and it's really unfair to some guys who are great drivers of the golf ball. I don't think their talents are showing up as much as they should. So that was like the big red flag there. You got one of the greatest golf golfers of this generation, great, tremendous driver of the golf ball, one of the best. Go- and, and we've always heard rumors that Adam Scott's been frustrated with, like, these guys are staying with me, and they don't hit it nearly as good as I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the other thing is like people tend to like look at the Rory drive or the DJ drive that's like three thirty and be like, oh, it's going too far. But like those guys may be hurt the most, right? Oh yeah, generally we're here. Like they are the most talented, and there's like too many schmucks that are kind of like approximating what they're doing. Yeah, like I, I don't want to rag on Jason Kokrak. He's had a great <laughs> I year. That I was waiting for the Kokrak. I was doing. He's having a great year. Maybe, maybe like I don't, I, I don't want to go after Coke Crack. I'm not going Coke after Coke Crack. Is either Cam Champ or Coke Crack? I was trying to figure out who it's gonna be. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, just go look and find the guy that's at the top of strokes gained. Had a really good year in the FedEx Cup off the tee and and does nothing else well. Right, and, and that'll right. be the guy that we we rag on. Um, but so wait, 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 wait. What do you think about his? It seems like he's also challenging architects, build smarter well, courses. Well, so this is like, more kind what, of this is more what it was about. The article I wrote was about it was okay, about okay. the the premise of setup okay. and how how we're thinking about setting up. So uh, then Snedeker's quote was great too. Here, uh, now the drivers are made so easy to hit that there's no penalty for swinging as hard as you want at to at every drive because it won't go as far offline. There's no penalty for really going all out on one. That's changed a lot. And and you this is so true. It's like everybody I it's I was actually at the driving range. I hit golf balls yesterday. And I I was uh I I hit like 10 drivers and I was putting my driver away and I was thinking I was like, "Wow, you know, I really just swung so fucking hard at those 10 swings (laughs) i mean i was just nuking them but like i just was swinging as hard as i possibly could because that's like the new driver swing um so anyways you know those those comments and tiger's comments about how it's just you want tigers yeah you want me to read tigers he goes i think that's the way the new game is played we were talking about earlier this week is that when i first came out on tour and before me there's a lot of one irons and stiff off the tees just kind of get it in play now you just pull out driver, bomb it down there, and you're looking for three to four good weeks a year. That's how you play. It's not the consistency. It's not about making a bunch of cuts. It's about having three or four good weeks a year. That's the difference, and the guys understand that. Today's equipment, you can maximize the driver and just absolutely bomb it. And some of the guys sacrifice stuff around the greens or short irons for the driver. The driver is the most important club in the bag now, and that's just because of the way the game is played. So, 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 the, so the comments with... T- t- Tiger saying it's the most important 
club in the bag and what Snedeker and Scott said, it's the it's the most forgiving and easiest club in the bag to hit. Like the the whole premise of design and championship design was centered around like the driver's the hardest. When it was persimmon balada balls, hitting the driver far and straight was the hardest thing. That's not the true anymore. So a, a course like Medina is just extraordinarily flawed when it comes to championship golf. And it's a juxtaposition with Pinehurst being played at the same time, where like the the facets and what makes Pinehurst so interesting are the firm conditions, the the repelling green edges. It's more what what's important at, at Pinehurst is the approach shot and the recovery shots. You know, you have to be so sure. dialed in with your approach play, or it's going to be the longest day ever. You could try, you know, so. That's what got me kind of thinking about it. And uh, so, I, you know, if you look at Medina's history, they went from uh, under 7,000 yards in 75, they hosted the U.S. Open and plus 3-1, 291. Okay. The late 80s, they had done like a Roger Packard redesign and lengthened the golf course to 70, just under 7,200 yards. And, uh, and so this is 1990, you know, metal drivers had just started popping up. Hale yep. Irwin wins at eight under 280. So then in 99, it comes back for the PGA. Still ha- no solid core golf ball. Just before the solid core. But, but yep. bigger driver heads. Yeah. Tiger wins at 11 under 277. Now they come back in 2006. Re- Reese Jones is hired. And, and the course in 99 was 7,400 yards. So Reese Jones comes wow. in, builds it just under 76, deepens bunkers, narrows fairways, longer, just pure Reese Jones. Like, and this is the whole premise. He's building, he's building a champ. This is, this is the worst thing they could have done because all equipment companies were doing was building clubs that went longer and straighter. So this is post-solid core golf ball and 460cc head. Like maybe the first two years of, not everybody was using 460cc right now. And Tiger wins at 1,800, yeah. 270. Now we fast forward to this year. The course is now 7650, even longer. You know, in more Reese Jones work. And, yeah. uh, and we got guys just torching it. And 25, under, two, two, 25 under wins. 263, JT. So you're just building a golf course. Like... And you compare that to like Pinehurst, like has an enduring quality to it. Medina is just playing into the hands of manufacturers and players because what's hard, what's challenging, and in the all the while, all of these changes have made it more and more miserable for the membership to play that golf course. For uh, the yeah, the non pros. Yeah. Um, what? So my 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 point was okay. So we don't see long irons. Driver is the easiest club in the bag. Why don't we reduce the importance of a driver? Like, why don't we just turn a bunch of par fours into long par threes and short par fours? Because the one thing that we don't, players don't have, and I'm sorry, this is, I'm reciting a whole article here, but well, yeah. there's, there's no spin. The hardest shot now is the 30 to 60 yard wedge because you can't spin the golf ball. Like, think about when was the last time you saw a, a player hit a wedge that just ripped off a green like you right. used to see? You never see it because right. the ball doesn't fucking spin anymore. 
So, <laughs> like, why don't we start to use the... It's the idea of using the equipment against them. Equipment used to make hitting drivers and long irons, like, extraordinarily difficult. And that's why, like, a test like Medina was so tough, was because it was narrow and, and long, and if you went in the rough, it, like, you, you know, you're, you're making bogey if you miss hit a shot. But now, right. like, it's just not the same because you hit a drive, you blast it up there, and you got a short iron. And so what used to be hard is no longer hard because equipment has been geared towards fixing what is hard. Say, okay. So my idea would be like, okay, why don't you have a course with, and take out four par fours and take out four par fours and make them holes between 250 and 340 yards, 350. And where you have these holes where it's like, you know, Riviera 10 is so compelling because it calls for this. Yeah. Like it's yeah. almost impossible to hit the green with a driver or like with a driver or something. But then it's all guys hitting these like 30, 40 yard shots with where they have a lot of trouble putting spin on the ball because, because yeah. that's the hardest shot in the game now. Right. To, right. to tucked pins. So, so, and then we'll see long irons because 250, 260, I mean like 240 yards, these guys are hitting sixes and six right. iron. Like there, there is the only time you see three irons is on par fives. Yeah. Yeah. What if, uh, so, so uh, the, the, but rolling back is obviously the clear, easy way. This is saying, okay, rollbacks out of the question because yeah. the USGA has shown that they have no courage and, and no ability to protect the game. Not going to happen. Um, what if, what if, what if Live Under Parland was not hosting the event at Medina this week? Say it was the US Open, USGA was setting it up. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be 25 under. It's not going to be close, but it's not going to be close to like even par. Like, what, what would they have done to make this harder? Like, what would they have done to Medina? I mean, we, it already is what it is. It's long. It's the greens are, rough. are so flat, there's nothing you can really do. Uh, it would have been, if the USGA was setting it up, I think 18 under or or more still went. You're still looking at, yeah. I think it's I honestly no it, tricking up that like there once a set, uh, you, you can only, you're only working with so much at a course, like with that, with the modern Med Medina uh, has no enduring qualities because it's shit design, like <laughs> good, des well-designed golf courses endure time. Like Pinehurst number two is a perfect example, right? Like that's right. great design. Those greens, it, you could play that golf course from like 5,800 yards and those guys would struggle. Right. Right. What do you think of, uh, what do you think of them as watches compared comparatively? I, I saw you tweeting about the core fan. I, I think, you know, kind of going, gravitating more towards the amateur. And I think last week with the women's amateur, the old Waverly, like uh, away from the playoff events, like, is that just us being malcontents? Like, I, I don't know that, like, obviously the amateur events are appealing in their own, like just on their own, but I feel like we're being uh, like the, the FedEx Cup playoffs are going to outrate those amateur events. I assume I don't, I don't like they, by a significant margin. So like what, well, th those are events that appeal to your core audience. Right. Like the amateur events appeal to the people that are tuning into PGA Tour stuff week in, week out. Right? Yeah. Right. Right. Is, right. So 
when do you do this? Like, if you don't get those, like, casual viewers, I don't think anybody cared about what was going on in Chicago this week. I, which is odd to say, because there, there were, it was a, a thin sports Sunday. I've thin got, sports I've got, a, I've got a group text of all my college buddies. We all are from Chicago, and not one person on this. They are, they are casual golf fans. Yeah. Not one person said a peep about it all weekend. My my cousin, who's like a casual golf fan, texted me. He's like, I don't. It's like I kind of watch a little bit of golf every week, and I was like, I have no idea what's going on with the tour championship, the FedEx versus the FedEx Cup versus everything else. Like, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, casual fan watches like just a little bit of golf every week. Probably doesn't follow it. I don't know. I was like, just go watch the U.S. Amateur. The guy's either one up, it's even, it's all square, or he's one down. Like, just watch that. Um, so I don't know. It's it's. What do you think of JT's win going twenty five under sixty one? I saw TK Kelly say that was appalling. I think in a ton in cheek way how, how low he went. Uh, thought it was good on him not asking for a. He explained about the the sketchy drop or or, or the ruling. Uh, on what was that? Ten. Oh, that was my favorite part of the whole day. I was so Wasn't happy. Ten. Yeah, I was so happy that I caught that when I was flipping back and forth. He hit it over by the fence. I mean, can I just say that fence is there all year, right? For members, that's not like a backboard. So that's just that's yeah. the natural. Okay, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There, that fence is there. So you can't yell at him about back. It's just the no. tour backboarding. No. Okay. No. All right. Uh, but just again, just rip it. Par five. Rip it. And play it off the fence, you, yeah. you know. But he said after the round, I was watching him. He's like, I wasn't like angling for a ruling there. I just wanted to know what I could move, and like, I probably could have hit like the the structure if I like took this big swing. But I knew I wasn't going to take a big swing. I was just kind of I was going left handed no matter what, and I was just going to kind of try and like dribble it out there. And I thought I could maybe get it on the green. So I, I mean, he he. Tr- Tried not to get too sketchy with that. At I've, all. I've, you know, I've been critical of a lot of JT's like outbursts of it with fan, like the fan thing, and so. But like yeah. that was so admirable. Everybody yeah. tries to use the rules to their advantage. Like we saw Kucher in the U.S. Open with the drop. The officials like, no, you, you know, and then he got Slugger to come in and give him the drop. You know, um, Rory and, in Mexico got a little bit like that. Was standing on the path, like yeah. even away from the tree that he probably what shot what he probably wasn't going to play. And I, yeah, he, I thought it was. And Thomas was pretty candid about it after the round. He's like, I wasn't going to take a big whack. If I did, I mean, I probably could have convinced him that I was going to hit the thing, but the structure. But I mean, that's not what gonna, that was never going to be the play. The week reminds you of how freaking good Justin Thomas is. He's had like a, a bad year because of like injuries all kinds of stuff but like I, I you know you saw this stuff coming he played he's been playing really well the last few weeks and he's one of those few golfers out there that can literally just blow away the world's best like there aren't a lot of guys that can go out and just open up a six shot lead with the best players in the world in in a tournament through three rounds like there are very few guys in the world that it's like DJ Spieth used to be able to do it Jason Day used to be able to do it. Rory can do it. Uh, you know, Brooks can do it. Like, but I, I mean, there aren't many guys that can do that. Well, that's what's crazy. He's got ten wins and a major. I think Justin Ray did the had the whole tweet of like the group he joined. It's it's uh, before twenty seven. 
is like Jack, Tiger, Rory, and Spieth. Yeah. Um, like, and he had fallen to tenth in the world. Like, that's how much, like, how loaded it is right now. At the top, like, I well, mean, just the Thomas. He had, like, he had that wrist you go injury. Go to January, right? I know. You go to January, you say like, ah, Justin Thomas, probably the best player in the world. Wouldn't surprise me if he won the most this year. The injury kind of intervenes and. I, I was, I honestly, I, th- I figured he had won this year and I watch every week or I keep track of it closely every week. I just, I, I didn't dawn on me that he had actually won this year. The thing about JT is like, he's so well-rounded. He is like one of the 10 best drivers of the golf ball. One of the 10 best approach play players. He's great around the greens and he's great putting. Like I, this year's statistics aren't going to show it because of the injury and playing like the what that caused. But if you go look at the last two years, like it's unbelievable. What in when you're that good at everything, you can win on your off weeks and the rare those weeks where everything works, you just beat the shit out of everybody. Right, right. So exiting the top thirty are Shane Lowry, Andrew Putnam. And Harold Varner the third entering the top thirty for Atlanta are Lucas Glover, Jason Kokrak, your guy, and uh, Hideki Matsuyama went eighteen spots from thirty uh, third to fifteenth with his uh, big week. I wonder if Lowry has like has like you know stopped celebrating yet. Lowry, how about this? So, <laughs> all right. So you just talked about Justin Thomas had a bad year. He's going to start out first in Atlanta. Not there are. Two major winners in Shane Lauer and Tiger Woods. Are you okay with that? Yeah, you know, I last, am. I'm perfectly you're fine. About the playoffs not being, you know, real playoffs, but that's some volatility, right? Yeah, but that they didn't. They had shit years outside of those wins. Lowry on yeah. the tour on and PGA Tiger. Tour. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Tiger played what 11, twelve times, and yeah. he was within. I saw something like he was within seven shots of the leader in like one other event. <laughs> yeah, he's he's. It's not, not been close. Yeah. Um, so like they, they, had, near it. they had they had big win they had big wins, but at the same time, like that I'm perfectly fine. I saw some people chirping about like Brooks isn't isn't number one. How's that possible? Like he hasn't played well in the playoffs. This that's how it should be. To but you know, there shouldn't be this built in lead. This is this is what well for starting on Thursday morning. Yeah. I can't I mean, I don't think guys know how to even address it yet. I mean, they're like this. JT was like, I mean, no one in the history of golf has ever had to do this, start this way. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think I'll probably just not look at a leaderboard and assume I'm, you know, until until Sunday or Saturday afternoon. That's when I start looking at leaderboards. I, so. You know, one of the things that they've done by switching to this is they've they've kind of cut one of the biggest most dramatic questions week in week out we see what's that do you go for the win or do you protect the points <laughs> well i mean here right there's no more the, protective points now you gotta go that's all you got which i gotta i gotta i'm fascinated to see what happens with the guys that we'll, we'll talk about this at length on wednesday uh, this is this is less for a monday show but like Fascinating to see what happens with the guys that like even like Bryson's play. Bryson, in theory, probably doesn't have a chance. To oh, win, right? we got to talk about Bryson in his Snapchat. Oh God, go ahead, let's do it. Whatever, yes. What a clown! 
Your agent. Is there any your further agent, comment required? Your agent issues a statement. Yeah. You and your agent issue a statement. Like, that means just stop talking about it. Well, this is the problem. He keeps talking. He does that. He's doing an interview with uh, with Kepka where he's like, I know Kepka kicked my... Like, he's just got to stop talking. It, it never... It never... Like, he never looks good. He usually, like... It's shattered this facade that he's some sort of genius because he's opened his mouth too many times and talks about terminal velocity and all the wrong context. And I don't know. He goes... What was the quote? I'm out here doing the right thing, having a great time with the pro-am guys, killing it. Like, come on. This is like a Saturday Night Live script. Like, these are just like, you know, killing it, these cliches. Honestly, we're on these guys' asses all the time. Last week, I played under Time Par. Time this par. week, Time Par doesn't mean anything. That, that, that's not a, it's not a sub, that's, that, that reference has, holds no weight to say you're playing at Time Par. Uh, he goes, y'all can say whatever you want, but we're having a fucking awesome time. So screw all y'all haters. No big deal. I still love y'all, even though you hate me. All right. You just got to stop talking, right? You got to stop talking. So that's, that's, that, that's the video that leaked out from a pro-am and then was quickly nuked from the internet. You know but, who the man, the man on the bubble was this week? The bubble boy? I, I think I know. But uh, are we going to go a show without referencing it? Gains. Oh, Gains. All right. Co-crack knocked Gains out. G- Gains went jumped nine spots. So sad. What a fall. Started number one. Yeah. Didn't even make it to Atlanta. Yeah, you're talking about Tiger. And, and uh, Tiger was never number one. Lowry was never number one in the FedEx <laughs> Cup. I mean, you're talking about Gaines was one of the, was the best play- player on the planet. <laughs> he... Uh, yeah, he'll always have that barrel of wine trophy, Safeway barrel of trophy, though. He'll always no know he was number one, too. Uh, but those are the playoffs, man. Just because you won in last October or whatever it was doesn't mean you get to Atlanta. Uh, all right, should we take care of... Who took a dump in the cup? Who's your dump in the cup nominee? Now that we're... Last dump in the cup of the year, I would say. Or of the season, I should say. Yeah, I got I to gotta go with uh, the boy, Boy from Bratislava. Why? Sapo was he was he was projected in. He was way in. He all he had to do was not puke all over himself today, and he started. I mean, he shot one under par, which was like, or what? He shot over par today. He shot two over on Sunday. He if he shoots even, he's in. Uh, he shot nine. Him. He moved nine spots up. You can't he took a, Yeah, but he started the day. He he just Projected. took a big dump in the cup today. <laughs> I was so disappointed. He needed. <laughs> yeah. I wanted him in, in the in the majors next year. We'll never see him at the Masters again. <laughs> oh, don't say it never. He's gonna win. He's playing so good. He could, I saw he's in the field and different things in Slovakia coming up in the fall. He yeah. might play his way into the top fifty OWGR by end of the year. Get in that way. Yeah, what he's like what seventy right now? I mean, he's not already there. He came from like four hundred to start the year. <laughs> any uh, any other year, he'd be comeback player of the year. <laughs> oh God, get out of here! Uh, all right, let's get through some Who, other. Who's business. your Who's your dump at the cup? Uh, I mean, not not a, not not great for Harold Varner the third. 
nine spots, fell out of the top 30. Um, but he was right on the cusp. I would have really liked to see another guy. I would have loved to see at the Masters. You know, I, I just don't know that how many opportunities you're going to get sneaking in and, you know, mid August. He's going to get in. Okay. He's All what? Right. He, how old is he? 27? Yeah, I'm not saying he's never going to get in. We're talking, I mean, we're, you know, you're, you're thinking Rory, Rory never getting back in is a good take. I'm not, I'm not suggesting he was never going to get there. It's just like the opportunities are few and far between. So, um, Jordan Spieth, second straight year missing tour championship. How much? Which, how much could you have made in Vegas betting that? Uh, get him out. I mean, I don't know. Two He's, straight. I'm saying, like, if you go two, two years straight, back, I know. I know. That'd be an issue. You'd have to. They'd have to create that specially for you. You'd have to amble up to the the counter and be like, "Hey, I got a prop for you." Yeah, they probably would have looked at you very skeptically. Speed is never going to... They, they, they wouldn't even know what you're talking about. Um, all right, speaking of Speed, we have President's Cup. I know you, you're you're big on this. President's Cup final qualifiers. So in for USA are Kepka, Thomas, DJ, Cantley, Shoffley, Webb, Kucher, and DeChambeau. In for the internationals are Leishman, Usti. How about Usti? He's got to wear he's got to wear a UPS delivery out delivery truck outfit down at the down at Tour Championship. It would be so good if they just gave him an all brown outfit. He's got it. He's just got to be all brown UPS delivery guy. Just totally turd literal turd in the punch bowl of the FedEx Cup finale. Um, in for the internationals are Leash, Usti, Adam Scott, Hideki, Abe Answer, Houghton Lee, Cameron Smith, and CT Pan. Um, Tiger's got some issues. He's got, I mean, he's got himself. He's got Patty he's, Reed. So Finau was first man out. Woodland was the second man out. Oh my God. Then you have Finau, Woodland, Ricky, Reed, Phil, Tiger, and Spieth are not on the team. I think, so I think he can, we'll, we'll whatever. We don't need to get into captain's picks, but I think like Finau. Woodland got to be in there, right? They're nine and well, ten. Ricky, you have to take Ricky. He's on PGA Tour Live every week. <laughs> so what? What does that mean? The fans want him. Listen, the I, the, the President's Cup's about selling corporate sponsorships. It, it isn't. A, it really is. You know, like this really is, is. We got to have Mister Corporate Sponsor in the field. So I mean, I just I don't think Tiger, I don't think Tiger and Phil are going to make it. But we'll, I don't know. It's got to be. It's I think you just go by the points. It's Fina, Woodland, Fowler, and Reed, and then Phil, Speed, and Tiger are out. So I don't think Tiger should take himself. No, absolutely not. But here's what's going to happen: like this, he's going to ask the assistant captains, and they're all going to be like, "I would take you. You won the Masters this year. You got to be on the team." All the assistant captains. He's going to. Like I, I don't think Tiger. Wants yeah, this to take PGA himself. Tour is going to push him to play too. Oh well, yeah, PGA. They got to have the network. playing. They got to have the playing captain. You know, be in in play for commentary all week long. <laughs> Who I think Hale Irwin was the last one to do that. I saw nineteen ninety four. Exactly. You're ready. You're ready to get fired up, and you know, think about think about all those promos you can do. <laughs> Uh, and then while we're on uh, teams, we have Walker Cubs, Walker Cup team, you American Walker Cup team. You want those names? You see them, I'm sure. Yeah, I saw those. 
Cole Hammer, Akshay Batia, Stuart Hagestad, who we already knew. Those three were already on. Now adding to it are John Augustine, just runner-up today. Stephen Fisk, John Pack. Is it Pock? Yeah. Pack? Pa- Probably pa- Pock. Definitely Pock. <laughs> uh, Isaiah Salinda, Alex Smalley, Brandon Wu, and uh, the winner today, Andy Ogletree. Chandler Phillips. You see him? See, yeah, did you see his tweet? Every two years, somebody gets boned, and I guess it was my turn to get that call. He's uh, 13th in the Wager ratings right now. Um, he, I think he's first alternate, I thought I saw. Uh, so teams, America. He's got to hope for an injury. He's got to hope somebody goes down. Did you see Ogletree doesn't have a passport? Oh, God, really? Yeah. I'm sure they'll figure that out. What is that? Like, what is that? Like, it's September like, 10th? You think should get in touch with John, John, uh, Jonathan uh, Vegas' uh, agent. agent. I think they could probably help. But I could teach him a few things about expediting <laughs> the passport and visa <laughs> process. Oh, God. I didn't see that. Uh, who of the who of the Americans are you most excited to see play in the President's Cup? That's like not we haven't seen yet. Um, I mean, I, I think plays like, one for me. Yeah, Hammer. I mean, we've seen oh, on the Walker Cup. I'm talking oh, President's Cup. Cup. Oh, I mean, I think can't. Cause I heard Cantley talking. He's like, I haven't played on a team event since the Walker Cup, and I'm like really fired up to get it back there. So, yeah, I think I, he's the. One. I'm I'm actually excited to see Webb play more. I think Webb might be the low key best player in the world. <laughs> if you if, if you took if you stripped away wins, the importance of wins. Yeah. <laughs> I think Webb would low key be like if you if you valued consistency over wins, Webb would be like a top five player. Right. Like I, I, if you're a team play, like Webb. If you were going like if you were in the playground picking out your golfers, not the playground. We'll say that we're on the putting green, you know, you're picking your teams. Where's Webb going on the, on this American team? Who obviously who's going first? Brooksy? Yeah. Yeah. Brooksy. Who's second? Uh, I mean, maybe JT. I don't know. Who's JT. third? Webb is among the top 4, I would say. I think Cantley might be third. Cantley's up. There. I was gonna say Cantley third, maybe. Like DJ, you just worry. Like <laughs> I feel like in a team event, like is he gonna try? Like does he care today? DJ is funky year for DJ. You know, breaking up with Claude Harmon, then back with him a couple weeks later, or a month later. And... The Joey D Brooks fallout. Yeah, just odd year for DJ. Speaking, um, of, speaking of, shout out. Uh, RSP RSP Fitness. <laughs> you just put the hat on. Put my you, hat on. You had the hat handy next to your desk. Um, <laughs> all right. What was I going to say? Internationals. They got to take Jason Day. I'm not sure he even wants to play. He's number nine. All the all the snarky Australian uh, people <laughs> are want, are wondering if he still knows where Australia is. <laughs> they don't even want him to come back. <laughs> Uh, so Jazz Jane Wananan is ten. I feel like the I I I watched uh I watched Day play a little bit. Yeah, I want to know more about his caddy. I should have done more reporting. I wasn't really in a reporting mindset. <laughs> more of a fan experience mindset. At yeah. The, uh, okay. Uh, uh, but he, like, I wanted to know about his caddy a little bit more. 
He was like this tall guy with like long blonde hair. What did we say? Was it like his high school buddy or a trainer or something? It had to be a buddy. Right? Yeah. Think about how much different life is post uh, Stevie Stevie. (laughs) Stevie. To some, it sounds like you're describing some hippie, some loosey goosey hippie going from Stevie to, 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 uh, to a buddy. Um, you know who I'm excited for? Sung JM. He's got to get it, right? He's going to be put... He's the only rookie in the in the tour championship. Do you know what that means? Live under Parland's going to have to give him the rookie of the year. They have to. I don't know if they have to. He didn't no, win. they have to give it to him. He didn't win. It's, it'll be a, an utter disgrace if anybody but Sung <laughs> J.M. wins the rookie of the year. I mean, what if they give it to a winner? There's a lot of options. Such bullshit. Um... Also, Sung Jm, he's going to play what thirty-seven events by the end of this year. Oh my God, is it? Is that true? I mean, I, I believe it. He seems like he's <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> Who? How far down do you go from ten under to even? Which 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 guys have a chance? Oh, like where starting where does does even par have a chance to? The, I think it's less like even par can close the gap, the ten shot lead, but it's like all the guys between them. This is right? like what we end up talking about on Saturday nights at majors is that there's so many guys in between them, you know. And now well, we're now talking, they're just starting staggered. One like of the good that. things about the mathematical the situation was nobody knew how many players didn't have any chance of winning. Right, that's true. Like there was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. the The doubt was actually a good thing because it, it like, it masked how contrived the playoffs really are. Remember when they would do the scenarios? It's like Patton Gazire needs nineteen things to happen yes. to win the fight. Like he needs five guys to finish T seventh or worse. It's like there's like these lists, and and you know, there's nineteen different ways. It's like the. It's like the last three weeks of the NFL season. It's the best when you have all those scenarios on. The Browns can make the playoffs if if the Titans lose by seven and the and the, the, the Jaguars and Colts tie. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's like all these crazy scenarios. Yeah, that's all gone. It's now. gone. It's all gone. So it's cut and dry. Uh, oh, you know, Patrick Cantley, or we'll say uh, Sung J M can win if he shoots. Four straight 64s. <laughs> right. That's basically it. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts, parting shots, any other reactions from the weekend? You didn't like me trying to talk about Doug Barron. God. I, there's way more important things to talk about than, than the senior tour. Even though Doug Barron, that was a great win, you know. But uh, Guy hasn't played in seven years. Come on. Whatever. You know, Monday qualifying. Taking a dump in the Schwab. All all those guys want Freddie to win. Does he get Here full exemption? No. I don't know. I mean, he said he's got a place to play now. I assume he is. He won, right? He's got to have status. Um, so it'd be amazing if they didn't give it to him. Yeah, you got to go continue to qualify. Enjoy your uh, Mondays. Get the week off to the right foot. We got the net the net tour championship this week. It's going to be a fun week of laughs and giggles so uh we'll be back wednesday previewing that